0: Hey, everybody. This is Nomenclature, and I am Brandon Henderson. Um, Kids, we finally did it. Boner is the word of the day today. My guest is Josh Adam Myers, who is a great comedian and who also hosts The 500, which is one of my favorite podcasts of all time. It covers the 500 greatest albums of all time, according to Rolling Stone magazine. Definitely check that out. Um, he is also on season four of F is for Family on Netflix, which is created by the great Bill Burr. So uh, get that set up and ready to go. Um, we had a pretty interesting conversation, uh, really fun conversation. Josh is, he did all the work for me. Really interesting guy and fun to talk to. Um, Boner holds more interest uh, as a word, I think, than it does as an actual thing so it was fun to actually dive into it and and research and and have a conversation surrounding it it also uh is horrifying there's some horrifying things that i i learned about uh, uh male um anatomy that i wish i had not um so stay tuned to the very end of the podcast to learn some things that will keep you up at night um but enjoy this episode of nomenclature uh focusing on the word boner With my guest, Josh Adam Myers. Hello, Josh. How are you?
1: Yeah, good, man. Sorry, dude. I fucking I'm like (laughs) work. I'm doing like work on my computer. I use like to go through like the albums on the podcast i take my yeah. notes using, using like apple notes or whatever the program is yeah and, and fucking i accidentally hit something and i opened up every note that i had oh, ever done no. so it was like <laughs> thousands and it was like literally like five minutes before i was about to jump on here
0: was like that uh sandra Bolich. i it mean, uh, yeah. Uh, was so what bad. was that movie with Sandra Bullock where uh, she goes to that website? Oh, the net. Um, uh, it's like Mozart's ghost, and she clicks on the thing, and then all the things flash up, and then people try to murder her. Basically, sixes is what I'm trying to say, sounds like to that Sandra Bullock movie.
1: What is that? What is that movie? People are kind of. I've never seen. I mean, like, Murder by Numbers? Is that the only Sandra Bullock movie that I know where somebody tries to kill her? I think so. Yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, Murder my Numbers and then, yeah, The Net, was, you know. Oh, 90. The Net, yeah, 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 okay, I didn't hear the, I didn't hear the,
0: I didn't hear the title. Yeah, it, uh, it, I don't think it holds up well, um, is, is my guess. I haven't seen it in quite some time.
1: It's um, so fast, man. It's The Net. <laughs> it is The Net. It's at the it is the internet, so yeah. I don't know.
0: The entire movie is just uh, her clicking on, like, a porn site, and it just takes the whole time. To download the
1: naked the naked person that's the whole movie. It's just um, her trying to download a, a song off of off of Napster, and it's taken her twelve hours for yeah, a three yeah. minute song. If they were gonna make it accurate, that's what it would be.
0: Um, well, thanks thanks for doing this, dude. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate you taking the taking the time. Why I, I just jumped straight into this, so we're, we're already going. Um,
1: um. So we're not doing video
0: though, right? No. Nope. Just our beautiful voices. So I love that. Yeah, I did it. So I did one, um, I did a couple with video and it just, it fucked it up every time I, I did it right now for whatever, I live in park city, Utah. so I'm like up in the mountains and for whatever reason, I just, it always screwed it up. And then I did, uh, I did one with Mark Normans and it like completely didn't record it. And like I, I got off the call, and I like, I was I was pun- you know figuratively punching walls, not not literally. I was so pissed for like three days, and I uh, I didn't talk to him about it until like two days ago, where I finally wrote him and was like, dude, that didn't record at all, and uh, he, uh, he 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 just basically like wrote back and uh, like basically just said ah like for thirty. Uh, letters. It was such a good conversation too. So we're gonna we're gonna do it again. We're gonna do a different word than we originally did. Um, but man, oh, fucking sucked. It Pissed me off so bad.
1: So, I, I can only imagine, especially because it's funny. It's like he's the big get. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. Mark's got a following. Like, if you're gonna lose any, lose mine. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, fuck yeah, dude. I'm sorry.
0: No, I don't want to lose anybody. I mean, Mark's always been super responsive to me when I bugged him about stuff and so he's super cool. Um, so luckily, you know, that's the case, but yeah, I don't want to lose anybody's, especially it's not like I spend like 20 hours researching this stuff, but I, you know, I spend a little time too. And when you have uh, a good sort of natural conversation that comes out of it and it, you know, sort of flows really well and stuff and then it, it totally disappears. It yeah, sucks. So
1: can you, can you hear me fine? Yeah, I can hear you good is it clear? Cause I'm, I'm yeah. doing it via Bluetooth headphones. I'm not like, I have a microphone though, but I'm, the, yeah. I'm doing it on my phone. I'm not doing it on the computer. So yeah, I'm doing the same thing.
0: I have uh, a really good mic and I, ever since the, the losing that episode, I've been so worried about switching this up at all that I haven't done it, but I need to, so it'll sound better, but uh, no, I can hear you great though. Um, good. So uh I do have to ask, and I, I'm sorry, this is obligatory. I'm sure that you get this question all the time. First of all, the podcast is is probably my favorite podcast in existence. It's amazing. Um, I did uh, a few years back. I I tried to start like basically, it was called the entire album. It was basically just I, I'd have like a guest choose an album and we would talk about it. Um, so outside of the uh, you know full support of Rolling Stone and actual you know real production it was basically the same thing as what i'm trying to say um but not at all but i love it i think it's great um right now at this point do you have like a couple of favorite albums that you've done and
1: i apologize for the question no i i have to know uh, because here's the deal man it changes so frequently because when i listen to the music like i try to give the album and the artist as much respect as it deserves which is if it's on this list like you you have to understand you're not gonna like something the first time you listen to it sometimes some of my favorite records like it took like three or four listens um so it's always changing um right now like it's so far it's because it's one that I knew before I started going through the list. And that is the episode that just came out, <clears throat> which is Portishead head dummy. Yeah. Like I just, I just, I love trip hop. I love the, the sexiness of it. I love the darkness. I love the, yep. I love Beth's voice. I love the, the hip hop aspect. I love the melodies, the strings. I love everything. And then I found out about how they, Recorded it and they did it in this completely like analog way, even though digital existed. And it, it's just he, everything about them. I just love that band. Now, I'm not saying that's my favorite band, but that's yeah. what I'm fucking the more my favorite album on the list. You know, so you know, out of everything I've listened to, but it's the one that right now I just like. All I want to do is still listen to that, but I can't because I have to move on. Yeah, to, like Paul McCartney, like I'm doing yeah. Band on the Run. So if there were the records that I would say that I didn't know that I loved, uh, from doing the podcast, one is maggot brain by Funkadelic. Oh man. Dude, that just, that just rips. I mean, it's the whole album slaps and it's just, it's just not what I expected. That was really why it fucking threw me through the loop because I was expecting funk. Like I was expecting like, you know, oh MAGA brain, get down tonight. Come on, get yeah. down with that MAGA brain. Like I was expecting that. And instead it was a, it was a acid rock. It was like yeah hip hop not hip hop it was it was it was like funk rock but like yeah. just way darker than I thought it was gonna be. That and probably Mata Hoople uh, All the Young Dudes. Nice. Mata is like a very is a band that I only knew that song, All the Young Dudes. And then when I dug into the, to the album, I was like, fuck dude, this is like, I mean, I put this up against any Rolling Stones record. Yeah. Well, I love, I love those surprises. Like I love, um,
0: I love my having my expectations subverted and I love it. Like to your point too, I, having an album be difficult to get into, not there, there's albums that are bad that are difficult to get into for that reason, just cause they suck. Mm-hmm. But albums that are uh, complex in a way, not necessarily complicated or whatever, but just may, they force you to spend time with it. Um, those are the albums that last. It's like it's like uh, you know um, you know relation versus versus porn you know those pop songs you're, you're getting the, the full thing immediately you know everything there is to know about it Close are off yeah. right away and uh you know those those albums that you love it takes time and it takes energy and it takes uh it takes effort and a little bit of love and then you know you want to be oh, in that
1: forever i think i think <clears throat> the word that is really really pre- uh prevalent in this journey to do all the records for me is love because like i I I love music. I feel music a lot differently. So when I read the lyrics and find out the behind the scenes shit, and then you know that like every record on this list has a right to be on there. Like, I'm not saying the list is, is the list is just the list. I could have chosen anyone. I just, that just felt like the most iconic. Um, Yeah. But it's like, dude, every every one of these records is good. Everyone. And I feel horrible that I'm not super critical because, but I'm being honest. Like I'm, I'm not trying to not shit on it. If I didn't like it, if I don't like something, I'm going to say, I don't like it and I'll make fun of it. But like right. every single thing I found something yeah. that I've just fallen in love with. And if you well, guys do it too, if all the listeners do it too, then they'll probably experience the same thing I do.
0: Well, yeah, it's a difference between, I think being like a, not to be sound too much like a douche, but you know, being a a music connoisseur and being a music snob right it's like you know i've certainly had moments of being a music snob where i was like this is this is great music and anything and everything else you know sucks Sucks. balls does doesn't matter what it is you know and over time i had a i had a friend like a decade ago tell me i was a music snob and i was like i'm not at all i i'm a huge appreciator of music he's like no you listen to like the same you know 50 records in very similar genres and you you haven't branched out at all and he was 100 percent right and i have tried to put effort into listening to other shit and, and it pays off so much when you allow yourself to do that and yeah like the albums that you you're doing you're probably not every single one you're gonna like jump in the car and be like man i gotta listen to this from front to back but like you say you get into it and you know there's a right or a so, reason like you um, say for them to be mm-hmm. there and. They did some kick-ass things, and the influence of it, all that sort of shit is, is something it, that it, it you also, have to you know what appreciate It also it.
1: does – I do appreciate it. And what, the other thing that it makes me do is appreciate, especially if I know of the band. Like, for example, I just did U2 Boy, uh, which is U2's first record. Now, yeah. I am not a huge U2 fan, but I do yeah. think that, like, the Joshua Tree is – is a phenomenal record for so many reasons, you know, where the streets have no name with or without you. Like I know the yep. hits of you too. Um, and then I listen to their first record, which sounds nothing like anything they've ever done. It's like a, it's like a post punk album and yep. you're just like, Oh, I get it now. Now I yeah. see why now I can hear elements of this record in all the other shit that they've done. Yeah. So it's, 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 you just start appreciating music. And at this point now, man, we're, we're almost at two years. So we're about to break into the 300 soon. <clears throat> Sorry, man. But like, I, I, I don't have Corona, but something is wrong with my throat. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck it is, man. But it's like, I have had like a lump in my throat for like two weeks. And it's just, I feel like I'm nonstop clearing Are you out in a field right now? Because I just hear like birdies and no, no, not at all. I'm in a a closed,
0: a closed room. Um, I just heard it again. Oh, my my window, my window's
1: open. Okay, there you go. go. I don't care. No, don't close it. Don't close it. Please don't close it. I just, if I if I knew we were we were window open for the podcast, I would open mine.
0: (laughs) Well as you can tell, uh, production value is uh, first priority for this podcast. Dude,
1: I've had, I've had, this is the funniest <laughs> shit is that like Spotify, like will get us a studio if we want yeah. it. And, and I'm like, I just like recording in my, my apartment. And my apartment's not a shithole at all. It's a dude's apartment. And it's a Josh Adam Myers dude's apartment, which means there's like, you know, Music, art, and fucking just a dog running around that's fucking eighty pounds and you know is a Doberman and could possibly murder you. Yeah, um, yeah. she wouldn't. Lecca wouldn't. But it's like I've had like super famous people in this this shitty apartment, and it's not <laughs> shitty, but you know what I mean. It's just yeah, like I know what you it, it, it probably smells like Lecca, regardless of how much Palo <laughs> Santo I burn. <laughs> it just smells like my dog you know There's stains yeah. even though i've cleaned them and bought a fucking you know i bought like a wet vac a little mini wet vac because my dog had this horrible diarrhea fit like a few <laughs> months ago that was like Perfect. insane like i've never seen like and not only did she just shit a lot but she shit a lot all over the room <laughs> but that being said i've had these people over and you know what happens like once you use like a wet vac or like a stain remover on carpet if it's like darker carpet like it just gets lighter so you can tell i just can't believe it. i've you had like wanda it. sykes i've had like wanda sykes in here and she's just like <laughs> okay all right so ooh, what's that <laughs> smell <laughs> <laughs> well that's that's fucking rock
0: and roll man a little uh dog diarrhea and uh music paraphernalia
1: little doggy that's, d baby
0: that's what <laughs> uh rock and roll is all about i think uh, if they're not up for it they're not really they shouldn't be on the podcast but right? Little dog well,
1: shit. I think, I think like everybody that's come over, uh, for the most part, like a lot of them I've known, I've had, dude, I've had, I had Karan Butler yeah. from the Washington Wizards and the Los Angeles Lakers, tough juice. Like this is like one of my favorite basketball fans. I'm like, I'm a huge Wizards fan. So to have Karan Butler, he was a part of one of my favorite teams with Gilbert Arenas. I'm not going to go into all the details, but that motherfucker came in. I had Peter Asher. Here, Peter Asher's like, you know, his sister dated Paul McCartney. Yeah, was in my shitty apartment. I just wonder what my neighbors think because (laughs) they've they've seen like, you know, Wanda, like just Wanda Sykes and Kevin Nealon and like all of these like like celebrities just coming into my shitty apartment. Well, you know, I, mean, they I mean, know what I do, but I mean, you know what I mean? It's probably, there's this thing is, I hope like, there's like a neighbor that doesn't know me and she's just like, Oh my God, who's this guy? Like a am drug dealer <laughs> to the stars. That would be amazing if that's, if you did
0: both, actually, it would make uh, it would make for an interesting book. You could write a memoir I, afterwards.
1: I have, I have sold Xanax to a comedian before. So nice. I was, I was a comedic drug dealer for a moment, but it was only like she- one transaction. I'm
0: shocked that
1: uh,
0: a comedian would want such a thing. Um, but, but I think that most of those guys, you know, I, I feel like the vast majority of everybody, let alone famous people, started out in not some crazy fancy place. So, you know,
1: oh, probably a, lot, know, of, I a could, lot of those guys say, 10 years ago
0: were in some, you know, shithole 10 times worse than what you've lived in or ever have or whatever. And so, you know,
1: well, people are people. I, if... It's, it's, listen, you're a hundred percent right, but at a certain level, you should be professional and get a studio, right, Josh? Yeah, (laughs) like I should get a studio. I like the resistance. We'll we'll get one soon, we'll get one eventually. It's just, I think like after this pandemic, I'm just like, you know, I don't want to be in this house as much anymore. Yeah, oh yeah, God, man, I need
0: to, getting out at all. If if you do get a studio, um, please make it a garage. So at least you've got that uh well kind of slip, lift up the, the and the old shitty garage door I, too that doesn't even bend you know
1: i i what i'm hoping to do is buy a house soon so as soon as this is over and you see when it's like all right when you go back out on the road when this happens when you can start doing this again and really working um yeah. it's it's just you know the this this whole situation listen i'm not I'm. I am so lucky to be in the situation that I am during this whole pandemic. Where I mean, it's everything's chill. Like I don't have to worry about stuff. Like, even though I like I hate my downstairs neighbor and my landlord's like a dick. Um. Besides that, it's really all chill. It's all great. Oh, um, dude! Fucking fucking Bradley. Bradley, what? <laughs> what, Josh? I'm. There is. There is. Can you please move your stuff from your parking space? And I'll be like, I'll be like, I'll be like, dude, he's—I don't know—I'm not gonna shit on him, but I'll tell you one thing: like, he's—he's he's such a hypocrite. Like, he one time, you know, he'd always say, he'd be like, you can't have anybody in the pool unless you are with them, and you're like, all right. And then like, he has all this family fly in from like Belgium, like literally the whole clan of Belgium flew yes. and they stayed in his apartment and, right. and it, we wake up at six in the morning and they'd be swimming all like 14 of them. And cause they don't have water in Belgium. I guess that's warm. So they would just like swim all day. And it was the loudest thing. And it was just, he's such a hypocrite. We're yeah, fighting uh, right some,
0: now. If you couldn't tell. No, for some reason I, I'm visualizing, um, who is like the villain guy on Huey Herman's Big Adventure that stole his bike. Oh, you're uh, not far
1: off. You're not far off. Is that, uh, no, is Fran, that Francis. Similar? It's Francis. Francis. It's Francis, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's what um, I have in my head.
1: I mean, it's you're not far off, but he did just lose weight. And I, for a second, we all thought he was dying, but he's just been walking. He's started Well,
0: good for him and walking um, and bringing the family from Belgium.
1: I hope he gets uh,
0: Corona Bradley <laughs> Bradley
1: yeah I don't know you but fuck you and I hope you die hope there. he didn't I mean, wash his I, hands on a walk and he got some <laughs> some corona dust on his fingers and then he didn't wash it right away and didn't even think about it he just touches his mouth to feel like a cold sore coming in and that's how he yeah, spread yeah. it
0: I that's wish dope. I wish that like the coronavirus was like an actual dust like it would be more exciting like it like flew out in like, you know, small bursts from a person that had it. And so it was like, if it hit you in the face, it could become, it would just be more interesting as opposed to just, I don't know. Then you could see it. it. Then
1: it wouldn't be the silent killer. We could see it and be like, yeah, there's Corona dust over there. Yeah.
0: And it'd be very like alien-esque, you know, like, or, 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 you know, sort of zombie type thing. You know, I got bits, I got Corona dust in my eyes.
1: Viruses, viruses are aliens. And the human race are also viruses. We're a virus as well. It's I'm going More, with the Matrix style of thinking. Yeah, maybe the
0: worst. Yeah, <laughs> when he squeezes his head, when he squeezes Morpheus's head, like so hard, and Morpheus has like snot coming out of his nose and his eyes rolled rolled back. It always very, it, I, it always upset me. I don't have really specific reasons. It just that scene. Is more upsetting to me than like uh, clockwork orange or something about that.
1: Squ- okay. No, I get it. Well, now <clears> but you, know me what you, just did. you know what you just did. You just gave away how you uh, don't ever want to be tortured. People will now know if they're trying to get, yeah, don't squeeze you, my just, face. Just, just squeeze your face and the temple. And just I do that. Listen, squeeze. man, not, yeah, I don't know about you, but like, where they say your third eye is, you know what I mean? So like in between your, te- your, you know, your eyebrows basically, uh, Yeah. if like, if, if yeah. someone pushes there, like if I go to a masseuse and they push right there, like a head massage, dude, I go yeah. in to this, like Jesus camp, like style of <laughs> speaking in tongues. Like I reach oh, no. another level, like it is, it's like, like it's a good it, thing oh, like I, love feels, it, oh okay. I love it dude i love it it feels so good that i go like <laughs> 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 and, and i mean and they can push like they can put their full body weight and yeah. it's just like and i fucking love it yeah if i'm I, gonna say if, if the same if way I was with ever, just if I was the ever head. having sex with a girl if i was ever having sex with a girl and she was like giving me a blowjob, and then right as i'm about to come she just put, pushed my forehead I mean, I probably like hey, 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 I just start screaming like coming. <laughs> I get it. I mean,
0: I'm the same way with like a head massage. I I don't think it would make me come quite yet, but it, it feels amazing. Head massage, low base of the skull. That's where the magic happens for me. Um,
1: there was a, there was a, there yeah. was a head massage that I once got from a stripper at at a at a well, who else would you test. get it from I
0: don't understand
1: but she was like I worked this is like when I first moved to LA I worked at like a day shift strip club DJ thing and this it was like a slow day and this this older stripper she's probably like 38 40 yeah and I'm not saying that's old I'm just saying well, to all the listeners it, that is kind strippers, of strippers it's a stripper. young it's a young woman's game exactly sure. like no no, no. disrespect Cause you could be 45 and make fucking loot. And there are, there are a lot of like older strippers. That being said, this chick, she just started rubbing my shoulders and and I was like, this is back when I was taking opiates too. So she would just massage my back and then she did my, like the head and it was like, and she would do that like push. And I felt like she was going to crush my skull, but I also had an erection. Like it was (laughs) the greatest thing ever.
0: Yeah, I've never, I've never had a stripper head massage. I did have a, a lap dance once uh, that my brother paid for after my divorce. He was being a good older brother, took me to the strip club, got me a lap dance, went to the back room, and the whole time I just was like, "So, what are you doing for school? Are you close to your parents? They live nearby." Like I couldn't, I couldn't focus, and she was pissed the whole time because I'm just, you know bringing up normal conversation instead of just letting her shake her ass in my face. I don't do well. I become very awkward. with, the, with Yeah. The
1: you, you just gotta, you just gotta drop your ego and just when you get yeah. a lap dance, just, you know, <laughs> tell, tell her to push on your forehead.
0: Yeah. Push on my <laughs> forehead. Um, so, so one of the things that I do with this podcast, in addition to the word that you choose is I do a little bit of research, on your name and then tell you sort of a couple of things that I've discovered on the, on the origin of your name. So I, I did Myers. Um, do you know much about your surname or anything like that or the origin of it or?
1: I think mine's short for like Meyer Meyerowitz or something. Okay. I'm almost, I think, uh, but I don't. And if you could tell me, because why, you know, what is the difference between the, I think the M Y is like, is like German and M E Y is like Eastern European.
0: Yeah. So there's, there's a couple of uh, branches. I mean, there's like Anglo-Saxon origin, there's German, there's Jewish, um, I, probably what's most likely, especially if we're, we're talking Meyerwitz, uh, is this is a Jewish German origin, the Ashkenazi origin type thing. Um, and it basically just more often than not meant mayor. So it was like a guy a thousand years ago or 500 years ago or whatever was the mayor of a town and that became the surname because they didn't have surnames for a long time. So surnames only came into play when they started doing taxes, personal taxes. And then you had to have a surname to identify yourself as a different person from you know the other you know three hundred Johns that are in your city. So probably most likely is that uh, Jewish German origin, uh, just basically meaning mean mayor. And there's a, there's a couple different spellings. There's there's a um, there's a, a a name that's not etymologically related per se, that's mayor M E I R, which is derived from Hebrew. So there's, there's a possibility of that. Maybe that just kind of got shifted into, to Meyer over time. But those, those are kind of some of the, the ideas, but one of my favorite things to do with this too, is look at some census information for your name. Like I did, uh, the last podcast I had was uh, Dan St. Germain and most of the information for uh, St. Germain was really depressing. Uh, and, uh, Yours isn't as as depressing, but, uh, you know, I feel like everybody's, in in general, I think, just like humans. uh, We we live depressing lives. But first of all, the most recent census record that I could find, there are 318,000 records available for the last name Myers. So that's a lot of fucking family, whether or not you're directly related or not. Um, But one thing, in 1940, 10% of males with the last name Myers were laborers, and nine percent were farmers. And then females six six percent were housewives, and five percent were housekeepers or stenographers. Which I feel like in the forties wasn't every every dude was a laborer. I feel like in every
1: you know the
0: vast majority you were of the were Yeah, housewife. I
1: mean, yeah. I think there's I think there was a lot of division. So you know so yeah there was probably dude we've always been good laborers yeah is that like a
0: is that in the vein of the the Myers family people I mean, swinging axes and using shovels and whatever
1: no i tried to lie to seem cool it, <laughs> we're not laborers at all <laughs> like like uh, you know my dad pawned off mowing the lawn to me at a very early age uh should. and then i used to get yelled out for not doing enough around the house so even now like yeah dude like i'm man enough to admit i have my building super come over and like hang shit yeah you know i'm man enough to say that i'm like i don't deal with it this guy just does it right the first time and they're yeah and you know i don't really build shit farm that, you know what we had a garden nice I didn't really plant anything but you know my mom had like fresh herbs and shit
0: yeah yeah i my i, I sort of like resent uh labor i'm i I'm pretty good at it I feel like I'm a, a pretty good worker when i when I get into it but like my dad uh, the only like they taught us how to work really well but the only thing that uh only time we ever spent any time together like my dad and I was when he was working my ass off doing something, you know, building a fence or fucking, you know, building that deck or, you know, he painted my dad my parents, it's a long story, went bankrupt and my dad had to have like five different jobs and he used to paint houses and buildings and stuff. And so he would come home from his day job, change into painting clothes and then I would go with him and we would paint houses for another 10 hours at night. And, uh, Night painting fucking, fucking sucked. Yeah, it sucked bad. Um but my uh my brother on the other hand he's he's pretty good with uh with a hammer and some nails he can build
1: just about anything. Um
0: yeah, but we're talking
1: about Myers. Yes, we are. That's what we're talking about. So even if your family was building (laughs) shit, it wouldn't it wouldn't help with your point. (laughs) It wouldn't it wouldn't at all. (laughs) What you're doing is disproving it. We just disproved the, the census we showed the evolution of Myers.
0: That's right. Things have changed over time. Uh, it's like, uh, yeah, it's like in my family, we, they were doctors and then they became alcoholics. So <laughs> we did our part as well to change, to evolve. And then uh, another interesting fact about you guys is uh, in 1944, your life expectancy was roughly around 30 on average, uh, which you is died, actually, right? yeah. You died
1: at, th- at 30 years old?
0: Uh-huh. On average as a, as a group. <laughs>
1: in hey, 1944 wait, what, you know what's crazy is my my dad's dad so my grandfather who i never met died when my dad i think was either four or seven four six or seven like in that range yeah uh, he's dropped out at and he was 40
0: they don't know so what he was, died from
1: No, he had, like, a massive heart attack, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so – oh, I just – I got my heart checked recently. Like, I did a stress test. I did did sonogram because it's, like, you can't, like – when you have a family that has anything that's, like, heart-related, especially, you it was my grandfather. My dad had, like, heart-related – like, he didn't die from his heart, but, like, it was the beginning of the, like, I guess the downfall because he died from a stroke after having something, a procedure done on his heart. But um so it's like, you have to pay attention to that. But I take, you have to understand, dude, like I'm a different Myers than my dad and his dad. Why? Because I did cocaine for like 12 years and cocaine is like CrossFit for your heart. Do you know what I mean? yeah it is like, i do like, it is like dude there I, that is like especially if you if you do it for a while then you stop it's like you have just worked that muscle out your heart is like is stronger i think
0: really that i mean i don't know i get i, I get the like I, working it crazy hard but is it uh you think it works it too much do you think it's like you right, know listen, we, big big, big really muscle guy at the gym
1: If we, if we read too much into what I just said, then we're of course going to discredit it. But if you keep it just at the surface.
0: Yeah. It's crazy how cocaine
1: makes your heart heart better. Yeah, dude. Cocaine's good for your heart. (laughs) Just leave it (laughs) at that. It's probably not, you know what I mean? But I think that, I think that if you, if you do drugs for a while and then you stop and then you just like clean your life up like I did and just completely like, I mean, just eat right and work out and take care of yourself. It's yep. just like you're like, I'm going to be like, you know, Keith Richards. Like, I think I'm going to live like, like, I'm going to outlive everybody. Yeah. People
0: yeah. I mean, any of that stuff.
1: I mean, it's, it's
0: very, it's very possible. And like, those anomalies are so fascinating to me. Like, what was it? Was it, you know, the, all those years of doing crazy shit? that somehow changed some things or made something stronger that has allowed them to sort of just keep going and not have effects when other people, you know, uh, you know, they did math for two years and, and they can't even speak straight, you know, like, I don't know what the difference is. I don't know what hits people differently. I'm sure it's some sort of baseline genetics that allows somebody to sort of survive and thrive, but it's, uh, it's pretty nuts. Yeah. Um, so let's, um, Let's talk about boners. Okay, how does that sound? <laughs> All
1: right. I, I I couldn't think of a word. I mean, you told me Mark Norman's word. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, I actually I was at first I was like, oh man, I, I don't know what I'm gonna find. Uh, this is a pretty uh, a fairly interesting word to me for, for a very for different reasons than than it, you know words usually are. So, um, you chose the word boner which I couldn't be more happy about. Um, everybody loves a boner, right? Um, yes. Or not. But, uh, so it's origin, we're, we're talking early 20th century. Um, and originally it was you know, kind of like a baseball slang. So basically like bonehead or like a blunder, like a guy misses a, uh, a pop fly, uh, you, you boner, or you, you, you did a boner or whatever, you missed that pop fly. And then around the 50s is when, 40s, 50s, when you started getting the connotation to connect to uh, an erect penis. And some of the thought is that it was because hard on was already a thing and people started saying bone on. So hard on uh, originally was like that guy, like a tough guy or an aggressive sort of behavior type person. And so, uh, but it, but but then it sort of changed over time to become more like erection. It was uh, hard on was associated with being sexually aroused as early as 1893. It wasn't necessarily that hard on meant boner. What is it, it why be. is it?
1: Why is it called hard on? Like uh, because, I, understand, I understand like oh like I'm hard, right? Like hard but hard on hard. the on part. It, it, it is just such like. <laughs> I mean that's caveman shit. Because you know how they're yep. starting it goes hard and then they're like, Yep, that's that's they're just describing the the movement that's going on in their body. And I don't understand why on would need to be added to it.
0: I, I couldn't find anything that explicitly talked about the on part. You know, my mind goes to like a, a light switch, you know, being on. Um but you know it was so early, I mean, we're talking 1893, uh, that it was, so the way they would say it would be like, uh, he's got a hard-on, or, or he he was hard-on for her.
1: 1893? So
0: 1893, would, which didn't necessarily mean at that time, erect like, like, penis. I'm, I'm,
1: hello, madame. We <laughs> um, ready for to see My hard-on. <laughs>
0: I'm real hard-on for you. That's a real
1: hard, yeah, I'm real hard. <laughs> On for you,
0: <laughs> Come on for you, uh, it, yeah. It's a weird. It's such a weird phrase uh, in that in that context for me. And then by 1922, it was full on. It meant owner. Uh, so which I do love. I do. I love. It's one of the reasons why I love Conan O'Brien because he always he has like that, that sort of like old timey uh, sensibility where he like really appreciated like uh, old accents and and stuff like that. Um, And we'll kind of like apply it to this modern day and age, but I just think of, you know, someone being like, I got a real hot on for you, Uh, sweetheart. That's real hot. And uh, it doesn't sound all that, uh, sounds just as sexy then as it did now, or it does it does now, I think, which is not at all. But um, the real thing that is uh, particularly exciting, which I didn't know, my wife apparently knew this, so we, we've got Hard-On, Boner, Bonehead, Bone-On all sort of swirling around together. And then Boner being this, uh, you're, you're a dumbass, but also eventually sort of took on the same thing as Hard-On over time.
1: But- do you, do you remember the show
0: Growing Pains? This is exactly what I was gonna say.
1: Richard Boner Stabone. Yeah, dude. Uh, (laughs) They called him Boner. Yeah, like,
0: there's a scene that I watched where Mike Seaver, uh, you know, Kirk Cameron, the biggest piece of shit in the world, uh, is up there on stage in his high school. He was running for student body president or something, and somebody tampered with the votes. And because of that, he had to lose, but Boner won. And then the whole audience... On growing pains is yelling boner boner, it, 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 what the fuck? Hey, this was Eva. the eighties.
1: He was like, "Hey, Miss yeah <laughs> yep, my name's Boner,
0: Boner,
1: but I'm I'm the dumb one, not the blood in your penis."
0: <laughs> Don't worry, boner's coming, but not. It's not a threatening type of boner.
1: It's just me. I, just, I couldn't imagine them doing that in 2020 that's that's well, 1980 i'm gonna guess 87 88 i'm guessing yeah well and the thing is is like boner
0: did also mean erect penis you know around the 50s so it's not like it was like it just came around in the 90s or the 2000s Who it had been, been around that, dude?
1: what do suits change so much shit I bet you that was like, I bet you that was a network note. Yeah, but if we call them Boner and they're just so oblivious, like the 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 executive producer, showrunner of Growing Pains is like, yeah, guys, don't you know that, you know, Boner means like dick flop? And they're like, (laughs) like, no, it's dumbass in my family.
0: Just run with us. Well, and his first name is Richard. His name is Dick Boner. Like everything about it. That I... I would love to talk to the show owner. They, they had to have known. Of course
1: they like, did. Is there any
0: possible way?
1: Well, dude, you know, it's not that hard to, to get in touch with these people. Like, really we could find out. Yeah, you could find out who the... Let me see if I can find it. Can you still hear me? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I, think, uh, I think this is going to be important. Uh, well, important you got, here's, what you,
1: here's what you do. You go to IMDb Pro. And then you yeah. type in, you type in growing pains, growing. Of course, I wrote coding. growing pains. What? There it is. But 85, Gunselman, here it is. Then you go to production company. You can find the producer. That's what you really want to see. Mm-hmm. Filmmakers. All right. This is... God, this these is- are the-
0: this is reminding He's me re- of a, a time I did a – it's always a disappointing origin,
1: I feel like, nine times out of ten. It's, uh, dude, r- r- no, yeah. I just can't find the producer. Wait, here you go. All you got to do is hit up Neil Marlins. Neil Marlins. Him yes. and Dan Wilcox. I'm betting – yeah, I'm betting Dan Wilcox is the dude because he executive produced MASH as well. Yeah, dude, well, and this it's- is the guy – and then you find his last the name is Fox. Will Cox. Oh wait, there's only the Writers Guild. This guy might be dead. All right,
0: listen. I bet it's Rose. He passed it on. the The thing is, so it's like it's made me think of the time I, I did like some writing stuff for one of the. Uh, I, I used to do some like kids' TV writing, and I did this thing for this um. Uh, this guy, like like a Mattel executive that was around during He Man, when that first started. And I, I loved fucking, fucking He-Man when I was a kid. And so I was super excited Get to sit down with him and I was like, Joe, you gotta tell me where did He-Man come from? What's the origin of this thing? And he's like, uh, you know, uh, Conan the Barbarian had just come out, it was really popular. And we're like, I bet we could do that in a cartoon. And that's the entire story. I was like, so you just ruined my childhood a little.
1: No, that's, that's a lot of those cartoons are just like, they took something popular and just changed it a little bit. Yes. That's all it is. Like, I remember when RoboCop came out, there was a show called Cops. Yeah. There's a cartoon called Cops. Remember yeah, that? Yeah. I don't. Um, yeah. And they had like really cool cars that you could buy. Um, so I, you could have the action figures, but it's just, they. It, it wasn't RoboCop, but it was RoboCop-esque. Yeah. Were they
0: like wrote then- like robot cops kind of like they had
1: no but just the look the look kind of had uh, an yeah. OCP they looked like the other cops in OCP not yeah robocop specifically
0: and like the machinery like the 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 cars kind of had that like blocky
1: military yeah, they sort all, of like feel type thing the cars the cars could like fly and shit and Dude, I, I, I just, I remember I had such an obsession with, with mask for, I, I mean, this was like, mask. I just remember owning, oh I just remember owning, not mask. Was it, was it mask? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mask. Mask. yeah. Okay. Mask was no mask was the toys that I got. And, but there was a show cops that was like RoboCop. Yeah. I just started talking about masks. Suddenly I got the toys mixed up. No, I,
0: I love everything. 80s. Uh, cartoons like they used to be I don't know what they're like now maybe they've gotten back to like more sort of like crazy narrative stuff but like they I love the 80s because it was all like aspirational type of characters they were all men and women they were grown beefed out weird uh, mythology people that you wanted to like grow up to be and then for whatever reason like when my kids were little it all became like everyone's a kid. It's like the the teenage uh, DC characters and all this shit. I don't want to be a, a an eight year old. Uh, I don't want to watch another eight year old on TV or some teenager. I want to like look at some kick ass dude that's beating down doors or like he man wearing a a fur speedo. That's what I'm after. Hmm, really? know um, yeah, I
1: want my I want my action figures, homo <laughs>
0: That's right, it and truly. Maybe the most homoerotic uh, cartoon in existence. It's amazing. I go back and watch it, and I I get very I get a, a little tingle in the in the pickle when you're watching
1: Fuck
0: it. Yeah, dude. Yeah, man. Um. Yeah. So one one final thing about boners, and then I uh, we'll call it a day because this is all of this combined with he man and first beatos and erections is getting me a little bit too excited. But uh, <laughs> the uh, I didn't know this. I don't know how I'm so stupid. I didn't know this. Uh, do you know that uh, humans are one of the only primates that don't actually have a bone in their penis? So, really? gorillas, chimps, and actually dogs, cats, they all have actual bones in their penises, which also could be part of the reason why boner came around because there's actual fucking bones. You can literally snap it.
1: So, yeah. So, like dog boner is more uh you know apt than human yes. boner. Yes. Yeah.
0: And it and it's also really gross. Like a dog a dog cock is really gross anyway. It's like this lipstick thing, you know? So it looks like.
1: Yeah, we and don't, you, don't you know what's funny? Like boner boner is is not uh like a connotation that ever like is used, I think sexually. It's like boner is like the funny version of yes. your dick. The funny version of a erect penis, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah like, movies yeah. are uh, like, uh, <laughs> sort of like oh, grab my boner, oh, stroke my boner, <laughs> yeah. yeah, stroke my yeah. boner. You yeah, think. I
0: don't think there's ever been a woman who's like, I want you to fuck me with that boner. It's, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wish, there, I wish there was.
1: <laughs> Even if they doesn't... added something on it, like, oh, give me that hard boner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, it just doesn't
0: work. Yeah, it would take it would take me out of the moment. I'm gonna be out. Well, and then if you, I, I'm gonna leave this on the the most disgusting detail imaginable, which is uh, with these these mammal species, the longer the bone in the boner, the more uh, the the longer they typically apparently can have sex because. Uh, what they would do is if they occupied the female longer than other uh, primates that are clearly raping her, then it's more likely that their semen is going to impregnate her. Now, on the male side, there's a theory, and it's just a theory, but there is a theory that the mushroom head of the human penis is maybe why we don't have bones because it acts as sort of like a suction thingy that will pull out the semen of any other piece of shit that had uh, recently been having sex with the woman that you are now having sex with. Isn't, huh. isn't that one of the most horrifying evolutionary details? So basically like just the, the, the mushroom head of your dick is like an evolution, potentially an evolutionary cue that men have raped so much that their penises became a particular shape to allow them to uh, get rid of other rapists it's a fucking terrifying horrible horrible thing well so i feel good about being a dude
1: i i'm so confused <laughs> like yeah. so because our penis is shaped a certain way it's from years of raping uh, it's a theory this is a theory that it's it's to
0: combat other dudes that had just been You know, ejaculating in the same woman that you are now inside of. So what? Like our whole our whole used to be bigger. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So you know, think about that. That's a that's a conversation piece on the next Tinder date you go on. Holy shit, dude! I'm I'm never gonna think of that ever again. (laughs) I. I can test that maybe the very next time you look at your penis, it will pop into your head, unfortunately. Hopefully, hopefully it will eventually go know, away. But...
1: How do you know I'm not looking at my penis right in this moment?
0: You know, I don't know that. Yeah, I'm going to be quite exactly. honest. Exactly. I, uh, I my world. You <laughs> uh, that's
1: it's way, your world. You <laughs> it's your time. That's what you get when you're on a Zoom podcast with me, you know, is that I'm probably just lounging in comfy clothes. Cock there's, out. There's, there's, there's no underwear. It's just it's just short and then dick. I I uh, I
0: fully support this. I uh, exactly. I was actually talking about recently of, uh, starting a, a reverse Red Hot Chili Peppers band where we'd be called the the Pepper Chili Hot Reds, and I would be fully closed except my cock and balls will be out. Nice. I feel like it's going to catch on.
1: That's yeah, really I my, funny.
0: I hope my mom listens to this podcast. I feel like she'd be proud of me.
1: We're body um, we're wearing body socks but the cock no cock sock
0: no cock sock body sock cock out. I feel like this is going to be good. Um <laughs> Josh, thank you so much man. I appreciate you taking this the time great. to to mushroom. chat with me about uh about boners and other things and uh had an absolute blast.
1: Super fun thank to you talk buddy. to. I I had a great time too. Uh I'm going to I'm going to go take mushrooms and walk my dog. Every, hour, every time you say mushroom I'm just saying. Oh yeah, Thanks, the too. dickhead thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's you right. Buddy.
0: I'm trying really hard to make it stick forever.